Welcome to Admit One Multiverse, Episode 5, Something Familiar. Let's get to it. So I was having one of those, uh, you know, pre-wake up dreams when you're about to wake up and you start dreaming. It's like your body telling you like, hey, man, it's time to get up. And it was weird. It was a weird one, though. It was like kind of like, uh, you know, those ones where they're like super real. You can't tell if it's real or not. And so it was like an it was like Doctor Strange for a sense. It was like, you know, when he's uh, in his astral form when the ancient one hits him and he's just fly, flying around like everywhere and then he like zooms in for a second and he flies out again and that's what it was but it was crazy because it was like part of it was like real life like i was like at work doing stuff and it felt so real and then all of a sudden i'm like out of body floating around and then i'm like next you know i'm like driving my car down somewhere and then i jump out and then i'm at home and then and then it started getting to like fantasy stuff you know like i jump out and then i'm like out in the jungle or some weird stuff and it ended where I was like at the beach. I was like laying on my back and I, I think I was knocked out. But the, the the point of view was from the ocean. So you've seen the water hit the shoreline. You know, you see the beautiful uh, trees, the mountains. And then, you know, I'm just laying there on my back, arms and everything spread out. And then the, like the view starts to like go in like as if it was a camera starts to go in close to me. And then it starts to like pan to the side where it goes to the side of my face and then as soon as it like merges, like goes into my head or whatever, like it just black image in my dream. And the next thing I know, I open my eyes. I, I, you know, I'm waking up, but I'm in my, it's like five in the morning and I'm in my bedroom. I'm like, damn, I was just at a beach though. So I was kind of bummed out because I was like at a beach. I was feeling the breeze on my face and everything. It was just my window was open and it was cold or whatever. But I'm like, this kind of sucks. But I don't know, man. It was just one of those moments where it, the dream was just too damn good and then you just disappointed when you wake up and you're like, man, I wish I was at the ocean right now at the beach just chilling in my own secluded island. So, but yeah, that was my dream. Where? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, uh, 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 I have several questions, actually. Uh, well, first is not even a question. It's more of a statement. You need to like put some blankets on or some shit because that cold be having some like when that cold hits you, you be having some weird ass dreams. And second of all, like wait, you said you were laying on your back at the beach. Yeah, facing my head facing towards the sky. Okay, but was your head facing the water? I was confused. no. It was just, it was just like I was just like laying down. Like I was laying down. Like someone had like dropped me. Okay. What were you doing at work? Why were you dreaming about work? I don't know. I don't know. It was just like, it was, that's what I'm trying to say. Like it was a transition to a lot of different things. Like some were real, some weren't. So I didn't really know what, what, what was happening, but it felt and hella you were real driving. Yeah. Like at one point, like it went to where I was like driving somewhere, but it was like, 
somewhere local. Like, like if I was going to like my brother's house or somewhere, I was just like, what is happening? And that's why I was confused. I was like, you ever had one of those, like a real like dream where you didn't know if it was real or not? Like it just, it felt so real that it was like everyday life. It's like, like dreams where you, like you think shit's happening and then you like, you wake up and realize it's a dream only to like realize yeah. you're dreaming in the dream. Yeah. Or, or like later in the day, like you start having a conversation with your wife and you're telling her like, babe, like I told you this and you're like, no, you did not. And I'm like, yes, I did. And you're like, wait, that was a conversation I had in my dream. Like what, what, what hold on. What the hell just happened? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the perception of reality was just like twisted between real and your head. And I don't know if it's stress or what, but it was just like a lot of weird things. And at, it was hard to identify is, was this a real I, event or I, not? I, is this the matrix or not? I, th- I think you need to stop looking at your phone before you go to bed. I don't. I actually read a book. I've been reading Will Smith's book. Uh, I thought you were reading Sesame Street. I have Dune and Will Smith's book to uh, catch up. Um, if you're joining us, this is a cross episode. Um, so for Admit One Multiverse, I have my first, no, second guest, Nate, my uh, counterpart for my other podcast, Sigma Duocast. So if you're a Sigma Duocast listener, this is technically episode 60. It'd be a Dang, bir- 60? 60, dude. And it'd be a birthday special. Today is, uh, I guess it's my birthday. No, I that's, guess. That's what a piece of paper it's says. It's his birthday. We uh, here, we doing it. You know what's up? We here, well, I don't say we. He got the mana. I got the mana. Yeah, I got, I got the bubble gut, I got so the t- I didn't have any. He had half a shot. A little bit. Because he was a little sensitive little in the baby, tummy. A little baby taste. But I got the uh, Terramana Anejo. It, it's actually pretty good. Came out today. Yeah. Well, it's been out. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know if it technically. Today is like the main day. Like the Rock's been posting everywhere. Like it's in stores now. Like oh, okay. So I guess today like was launch official, day. Official. Like a referee yeah. with the whistle? Yes, sir. So... So welcome everyone. Uh, again, it's the the cross episode, and I'm a, I'm gonna have to do this right quick. Play this. Uh, whoa, you broke it. I think it's this one. Play this in the background. Yeah, <laughs> that's the tune. Y'all that's know the what tune. time it is. Uh, a whole lot of gang shit. So if you're a if you do both podcasts, then you'll know what kind of episode we're getting here. But if you're an admin one listener, um. I do warn you that this is going to be a parental advisory episode. Explicit. Explicit. I've been trying to keep them clean, something a little bit different um, on the other ones. But in this one, this episode specifically, you'll get a taste of the, of the Sigma Duocast. So if that is your cup of, <laughs> cup of tea, jump to, jump to the Sigma Duocast. Listen to that. It's in my mouth. I can taste it. Yeah, we'll be trying. We'll be bringing that back. We got some ideas. We just got an idea of a, of a guest we could have. That'd be next. Gen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, I love this part. Yeah, mm. I love that part. A little like slow mo that you did there. Yeah, you yeah. get back to your music, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Super sexy. I'll let that finish off in the background. Um, I did it by myself. Hey. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you saw it. You and your wife. We've been talking about it in Sigma Duocast. I did the review for Admit One. We got to talk about it because I'm still mad about it. Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Bro, I don't even, it the fucking doesn't even deserve that title. <laughs> what are your thoughts, man? Let me let's talk about it. I, I all right, so 
I knew the movie was bad when I got a text from you in the middle of the movie. <laughs> it wasn't even the middle, dude. <laughs> I don't I, even know what happened. I texted. What I texted, I said, what the fuck did I text you? I, you oh, where's my phone? I don't even know where my phone's. Oh, it's in my pocket. I think you just texted me trash. <laughs> yeah, it was some, it was it was some hella, simple, hella like, simple. I was just like, bro. And I even addressed it in the text. I was like, bro, you know it's bad if I'm texting you right now. Yeah, like, right. I'm literally... Uh, let me see here. I want to see, but go ahead, go ahead, keep going, man. No, like, um, I get what they were going for, but it that it wasn't the move. It was not the move. And you know, for those who listened to previous episodes when we talked about Resident Evil and stuff like that, like I, I'm not the biggest. I don't have the most knowledge of the Resident Evil like universe. Like, I, eight was the first Resident Evil game I fully played through, but. Like, I kind of have a gist of, like, what's supposed to be going on from, you know, listening to you, you know, from my wife and stuff like that. Because your wife is a diehard fan of Resident Evil. Well, I want to... She, she's she's like me. She she knows a lot of the lore, and she's she's uh, she's a fan of it, and, you know, she read the, the S. Perry books, played all the games, so her and I, like, are in the same realm of, of fandism when it comes to Resident Evil. So you guys know a lot about it. Yeah. So, like, going into the movie, I was like, okay, like, let's see. And, like I said, I could see what they were going for. So, a lot of the, the scenes and stuff, I was like, oh, okay, like, I remember this from the game. Or I remember watching this, like, someone you know, do a, a playthrough. I was like, okay, this is making sense. Okay, this character. And then it got weird. And I was like, what? <laughs> when did it, When did it get weird for you? Almost... Almost because there's like a there's a specific scene that really just like fucked the whole movie up for me, um, even though it was already fucked to get there. So. All right. So my wife and I were talking about the scene and uh, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen it, yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to spoil it. But uh, <laughs> let's be real. You guys aren't going to watch it. Yeah, you're not going to watch. Don't watch it. I, re- I don't recommend uh, it. So it was a scene where they were when they finally got underground and they were she was playing the projector. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they saw the video clip of, uh, of the twins. The twins from Code Veronica. Yeah. Now that was playing, right? Now, as that's going, my wife got it, and I was just like, "You're saying, who the fuck are these people? What's what, happening? What the fuck?" Uh, like, I kind of get like, I was like, "Okay, you can see homeboy. Like, these are obviously some sort of experiments. He's, you know, excited and fascinated about his work. They seem to be doing well. That's it. Yeah, like." And to me and your wife, we're like, oh, fuck, that's the Ashford twins. The two fucking pivotal people from the fucking Code Veronica that played a big role with the experimentation of the viruses that kind of like saw the potential from it. Yeah. That are birthed from the virus. In but a sense. even my wife was like, what did that part mean to you? I was like, absolutely nothing. It had nothing to do with it the had film. nothing to do. Yeah. Like it, it was more of like, a, I guess, just a fan service. That's literally what this movie was. It was just straight fan service. But it was like terrible fans it was like this dude johansson roberts whatever the fuck the name of the director and writer is he made this movie for the fans because everyone bitched about the anderson films not having enough content from the film from the games the, the lore games, yeah so he's like okay well let me do that i think he kind of just tried to shit this movie out as fast as he can and the best he can hoping that all this fan service will be enough to carry it so he can get to the next project which is an actual code veronica movie because that's what he wants to make apparently and maybe that scene will be more explained because there's no context whatsoever zero to that scene zero context um 
real quick before I tell you the scene that kind of messed it up for me. Um, I text you right before the movie started because the movie started at three. So at two forty nine, I text you. Let's see what this film is all about. Dot dot dot. And you text back, "Cats con Dios." <laughs> <laughs> Cats con Dios. Uh, I love it. Siri autocorrected. And then, uh, how did that autocorrect? Is Baya con Dios? What the fuck did Vaya. you get? Vaya con Dios. Oh Not Baya, bro. Did you say Baya? Baya. I don't know. Bro, Anyways, I thought you're Mexican. So, uh, so maybe. And then <laughs> about an hour later, I text you, and this, mind you, this is about you know. I guess halfway through the movie, I go, it's so bad so far. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> and you just started, you just put exactly that. <laughs> uh, just leave and get your money back. And I'm like, Nope, I got to see it through. And then you send me the, uh, the wonderful, my lovely, uh, uh, gif of the, uh, of, of Thor, Thor from yeah. Thor Ragnarok was like, do you really, or are you yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I text you, it's fucking trash. No, the scene. So, <laughs> I mean, I kind of addressed it in my last one on my, on my, on my review episode, just not as like vocally, I guess it, it was, it was, it was, it's fucking horrendous. And what really made me mad, there's so many things that made me mad in this movie, like just about everything, even the beginning, like just the begin, <laughs> just the fr- opening scene was just so unengaging and just stupid where you have these kids in the, in the orphanage. I'm like, okay, I get what you're establishing here. You don't know who these kids are. And then you see Lisa Trevor, like kind of like picking on this one kid, not picking like, you know, like rude, but just kind of like making the presence known. Yeah, and I'm like, already I'm like, her out of the you're, you're already fucked up. Lisa Trevor's not that Lisa Trevor is like evil reactionary. Well, she's not evil. She's just reactionary to killing you because the Lisa Trevor story is so sad. If you don't know, I'll give you a quick rundown. It's from the Resident Evil remake. Cause she was never a character until they did remade it for GameCube. And the whole concept is uh, Trevor, George Trevor, I believe it is. He's the architect that built the mansion for Oswald Spencer um, with all the traps and everything. What happened was Spencer knew that he knew too much of the of the mansion. So what he did is he invited him and his family, which was his wife and kid, to the mansion to kind of like, hey, come spend, you just help me build this wonderful mansion. Come spend the spend the time with me so that way, you know, you can enjoy it and bring your family. As soon as the family gets there, they're all there, instantly something goes wrong. He captures the wife and, ki- uh, and the daughter takes them to his lab, experiments on them. Trevor, because he knows the mansion, so he escapes and he hides somewhere. He ends up dying because he had nowhere else to go in, you know, in his little like um, maze of a mansion that he made. Mm-hmm. And the wife and the kid are experiment are experimented on like horrifically. And the wa- the mom ends up dying from it. But Lisa happens to be well receptive from the virus, the T virus and everything. So they keep experimenting on her. And so the mother dies and she just wants her mom back. So they, they bring people who pose and act as her mom into the room where she realized this ain't my mom. So she gets violent, kills the people acting to be her mom and like rips their faces off like fucking leather face and wears them. Like she wears the face. That's why in the movie you see her wearing yeah, a face on the side. And you're like, why do you have a face on the side of your head? <laughs> that's that's why. Cow. You know, that's why. Because she she took all these people who impersonated her mother and wears them. Because she at, at the end of the day, she's still a kid that wants her mom back. And so the whole point and the whole thing in the game is she's searching for her mom. That's the whole thing. Mm. And so she's violent because she doesn't believe or trust anyone. Yeah. That is not Lisa Trevor we see in this movie whatsoever outside of 
the uh, the 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 looks of her like they got that right how she looks exactly with the chain uh you know her hands chained up and her feet and all that shit and being like super powerful because she does have the virus and she's technically a success of the t-virus being a superhuman um just super deformed unfortunately the side effect of it you don't get that and then you find out like as a little caveat on the opening scene after you see this one girl interacting with this girl they tell her, go back to your room. And then it's like the kid and it's like, okay, you know, you know, our parents were, were dead. You know, they died in a car crash when we were young. Yeah. And she sleepwalks. When yeah. She sleepwalks, you know, trying to, it. trying to cover her tracks. And the next, you know, then the, like, as they're walking away, the doctor's like Birkin, he's like, oh wait, you're the Redfields, right? Yeah. And that's it. Like, what the fuck was the point of that? Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's Chris and Jill or not Joe, uh, Claire Redfield. Like, first off, that's not their fucking origin story. Second off, they're not that close in age. There's a, you know, he's like at least 25, 26 when she's like maybe 19. There's a good like five, eight, five years or yeah. more age, age gap. And this, it's like, it seemed like they were what, like a year apart maybe. So, I mean, that was just like that. The opening was just fucked up. But the biggest scene that fucked it up for me was the, the dude in the tanker. He gets infected and then he flips the tanker and explodes Oh, and and then he fucking casually walks into the PD like a normal dude, not even like a zombie or anything, just yeah. walking down. And they're playing the whatever fucking song on there. And I'm just like, what is this? What is happening? <laughs> that whole scene. Um, I did like how <laughs> it was fucking stupid. But um, like after he got bit by his dog, like his dog was still staring at him like like a good boy, you know, just like. Yeah, like I fucking bite you. You're now infected, so I'm not going to further. Yeah, now we're homies again. Like, and that was the other thing. It's like I love the concept that like people were infected, and over time, they're losing their shit. They're getting yeah. crazy. But it was so inconsistent. You had some people that did that. Then you had some people that became zombies. Then you had like the dude who got bit by the dog. The dog licked blood, instantly got infected. Took him up. Took him like maybe an hour. Then he bites the dude, and then he gets infected like after an hour. Yeah. But then you have other people that like over time are becoming infected, because and then of the water. Yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently they fucking took a page out of fucking Scarecrow from the dark from Batman Begins or Ra's al Ghul. Like, oh, we're gonna contaminate the water and let these fuckers go crazy. I'm like, okay. And then uh, what do you call it? So you, you're at the the gates of RPD. Some people are straight up, and then you had other people who are just straight up let like, me let me in. Like, what the fuck? Are you a zombie or not? Like, yeah. what is happening right now? And if you are a zombie or not a zombie, you why should aren't be you being attacked. Thank you. Right there. Why aren't you being attacked? Because apparently zombies can distinct if you're a zombie or not. Then I don't know, dude. It was just all over the fucking yeah. place. Uh, I do give them kudos for RPD. Like the the front of RPD looked like. From the game. So you want to know something funny? Uh, the gate. That was fully man-made. The RPD itself was literally the game. It was just CGI? Yeah, it was the game. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's why I it looks so good. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think they I think they did recreate maybe the door, but I know for a fact, because this was actually an image that got released um, well before the movie was released. Uh, released. They showed like a behind, the, not a behind the scenes, but like people, you know how they like, oh, look, I, this is the set of Resident Evil. And it was literally just this fucking gate in the middle of nowhere. And, and behind it was just like a big old green screen wall. Mm. And that's why the reason why it looks just like the Resident Evil 2 remake fucking uh, RPD is because it's just that. It's ah. the Resident Evil 2 RPD fucking mansion. Um, where was Barry? Did, what, didn't he play? No, it? Barry. There were, how about this? I got a better one for you. 
how about where the fuck is Bravo team? Bravo team was two random cops in a fucking truck and an expedition, but they called it a Jeep. Like right. what, what is happening? Dude, they rewrote everyone's story. How about Leon? Like I didn't care. I mean, at first I was like, oh, they got this dude to play him. It doesn't really look like Leon. But then I was like, you know what? That's fine. I'll set it aside. I mean, as long as he plays the character, what he's supposed to play, I don't care how he looks. I'm not a guy who judges people by their looks in most cases, but, <laughs> but not only did they change the way Leon looked, which again, I was like, oh, I was all right. They changed everything. His whole story. It's like this, a chicken shit. This dude held a shotgun and was like, uh, looking at it like it was some fucking artifact from Indiana Jones. Like, uh, I think it's jam. Hands it to Claire. Claire just grabs it. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You, you, you're doing my boy like that? Yeah. Like he's a fucking idiot? Yeah. Sitting, he's watching the front gate with a uh, Sony fucking Walkman CD player. Fucking Sony plug. Explosion, everywhere. explosion happens and he doesn't hear it at all. Like, bro, yeah. I've had that CD Sony Walkman. It's and not, it not was good. not, there was no noise canceling fucking <laughs> headphones in 1998. Don't even Dude. start with that. And then all of a sudden, like, after he unloads, you know, the, and on the dude in the fucking the cell, then all of a sudden he's like, okay. Yeah, he like all of a sudden fucking his balls dropped and he was yeah. like, and yeah. It pulls out a fucking rocket launcher at the end. Uh, got it first class. Stupid. Stupid, dude. Fucking dumb. The dude. writing was I wanted horrible. to walk out right there. <laughs> it's like, idiot. Dude, this movie was just all bad. And, and it makes me mad because I had you and your wife read the, um, or the script, 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 the script treatment that I've done so far, um, which I've kind of revisited. I'm going to start going back and finishing because this movie made me so mad that I want to go and finish my my script. But just that alone is so much better. I even said the op- the original opening for the PlayStation One game, which is bad, is better. <laughs> I watched that when you posted it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is hella better, right? Hella better. Nah, man, that movie was just uh... it was terrible. I just, I, 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 and you know what? I hate to say this because you guys know me. I'm a box office buff. I'm actually extremely happy it did horrible in the, in, in, in the box office. It did, um, I think so far since Tuesday, came out Tuesday, Wednesday, it's only made like $8 million. Where you look at House of Gucci, it like almost doubled that. Encanto, like tripled that. Encanto, Disney. Encanto. Uh yeah, look at Resident Evil. So so far domestically has made nine point two million. Internationally five point one. So fourteen million so far. It was twenty five million to make a movie. Like I'm glad it's doing horrible because there should be no sequel. My my biggest issue with this, I feel like it, at this point, Resident Evil as a film is a laughing stock of Hollywood. And it, it really shouldn't. Yeah. I think that there's a really good story to be told. Um, because you have the origin of the virus, you have the origin of zombies where most zombie movies, you don't really know how it started. They give you like very vague reasons like, Oh, a space rock landed. And it's like, okay, that's it. Or there was some crazy monkeys and like, okay. And so this has the opportunity to really thoroughly explain not in detail of like how the experiments work, but they give you a really better idea of how it can trigger. Um, but then just give it a real like feel look like I was watching, um, uh, the other day I told you, what was I watching? Oh, Sicario. Yeah. And I'm like, Emily Blunt's character is literally Jill Valentine. Mm-hmm. Like she's just by the book, strict, you know, serious about everything. Like that's the Jill Valentine I can see. So Emily in that movie, Sicario, 
that's that's Jill. If, if you just got to throw in fucking zombies and umbrella and shit like that, and that's what you got. The cinematography in that film. It's one of the things I'll give Dennis Villanueva some credit. Um, it's beautiful. Like it's just it's 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 well done. Like imagine a, a Resident Evil movie like Sicario. Wouldn't that blow your mind? That'd be dope, dude. Exactly. Like that'd it, be really dope. Actually, it can I be. I want it. It can be done. And but, you know what? Like. I don't ever really want movies to bomb in a box office. Like, there's movies I like, there's movies I don't like. 100. But I think part of me really wanted to like this for, like, one reason, and it's because my wife likes Resident Evil so much. Yeah. And I I wanted this movie to kind of succeed, right? But (laughs) at the end, when the credits were rolling, and after that fucking end scene... Oh, the mid-credits scene that was stupid as hell. Oh, my God. I was like, wow, they gave him some shitty-ass fucking... Uh, fucking cruiser sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, fucking Ada. Anyway, yeah, we credit and we just looked at each other. I don't know if you noticed this, or you probably did know, but I, I let her know. I was like, of course, Paul, we suck. Anderson had an executive, executive producer. Yep, I, I saw like, that. I was like, she's like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, you didn't see that? Like, executive producer by Paul, we suck. Anderson. Yep, I did see that. I was like, that's probably why. No. I think this this is all this is all in the director uh, Johansson Roberts whatever his name is he really fucked this movie up he he has a misconception of what he thinks Resident Evil truly is about and what the fans really want you know that that's really what it boils down to um but yeah man I, I just I was I was just heavily disappointed this this. I was really hopeful, but it, it, it just did not. It didn't pan out. And then they just released today the teaser for the Resident Evil Netflix series, which, again, it's not going to follow the games or anything. It has to do with Wesker and kids or something. Is that the animated one? No, it's the live action one. With, oh, okay. Uh, they got the actor. Oh, my God. I love the actor they chose to play Wesker, by the way. But um, uh, let me let me let me get the right um, the right name. I just can't think of it right now. I've had too much Terramana, but um, <laughs> got him. <laughs> but I love the actor. He played. Uh, I think he played in. There was an HBO show that he played in. Uh, shoot, where is it? Right here. He was in Destiny Two video game. What's his name? Where is it? Ah, come on, uh, Papa Giorgio. No, uh, oh my God! I see the picture of him. Why don't they have the name? Salem the Cat. Lance Reddick. He's an African-American actor. He's fucking amazing. I, I love him. He was in... Um, Wait, why does that name sound hella familiar? You've seen him in... He's, here, I'll give you some things that he's been in. Um, but the biggest thing is he was in The Wire on HBO. I've never, oh, I've seen a few it's episodes. A good show, like good show. But 20 I'll, years ago. Let me see if I can give you something that um, you've seen him in. Let's see here. Let's go to the current day. He's in John Wick. He's the receptionist for the hotel. Oh, yes. Okay, there we go. That's that's one I knew. I knew for a fact you would know. Yeah, that actor's dope. He's one of those actors where you're like, oh, that, I like this actor, but I don't know his name. Yeah, so he will be playing uh, Wesker for the live action Resident Evil show. Oh, dope. That's cool. What is stuff? He was in John Wick. That everyone would know that, but he was in another. I guess the shield is the main thing that you would see him in. But he just has yeah. a very distinct voice. Yeah. Um, and so I was very happy for that. So I, I am I'm actually open to that. I, I and here's the thing. I don't mind if they take properties 
and um, like they take the Resident Evil property, for example, and they're going to like reinvent it. They're upfront with it. Like, I don't mind if you're going to reinvent Resident Evil and, and change shit up, but be upfront with it. When you sit here and you tell me that you're making a faithful adaptation <laughs> and it's fucking not even close to that, just because you have two set pieces and the characters' names are there, but they don't look, the story's not there, that's not an adaptation. And that's the thing that was pissing me off with a lot of the uh, film critics, like a professional ones. They kept saying, like, a faithful adaptation. I'm like, no, it's fucking not. It really isn't, and then and like there was one thing I was gonna post it on one of our, um, one of our uh, what do you call it social media accounts. It really made me mad. There was this guy, uh, Johnny Olowinski from New York Post. He put resident. The headline was Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City Review. Film shockingly does not sh- uh, suck. And then at some point later in his um, in his uh, post, he literally says. Don't ask me how well the story matches up with the video games. I couldn't care less. And it doesn't really matter. The film is the film is empty-headed good fun that's blessedly under 2 hours and has just enough character development to to make you kind of care when someone gets bitten. Like how the fuck can you write a story a review like that? Like you just put a bunch of negative points in my opinion. <laughs> like I don't care what what the game is. Okay, well, already then don't call it a fucking adaptation of the of the game if you don't even give a shit about it. Two, like he only called it an adaptation because he knew Resident Evil was a game series. Yeah, and he says an empty headed good fun. That basically means just like a stoner fun, I guess. Just someone who's a uh, yeah, it was fun. Oh yeah, you know. And then he says blessedly under two hours. So basically saying you're happy, you're you're fortunate that it's under two hours because anything longer is like punishment. You would have bit yourself. You know, and just enough character development to make you kind of care when someone gets bitten. There's no character development in this fucking movie. No. And you don't care for any of these characters. And furthermore, none of these fuckers get bitten. <laughs> so it's like, it's this kind of fucking journalism that really just paints the picture of like, it's a joke. Resident Evil's a joke in Hollywood. Where it can be something really fucking good. Like how Marvel has made all these comic book movies. That's why all these people hate comic book movies. That's why Ridley Scott here is bitching about shit. Martin Scorsese and all them are bitching about it. Because these movies are fucking entertaining. But they're entertaining correctly. They're not empty-headed fucking fun. They're fucking smart fun. Enjoyable fun. That has a lot of value. And you're able to go and make billions of dollars. And your fucking movies don't. Because they're not fun. They're they're not enjoyable. I mean, they're great. Some of them are. Like, I love Wolf of Wall Street and fucking The Departed. But that's not a billion-dollar movie. Don't be mad about it. You know? I mean, this is why Spider-Man No Way Home... Tickets went on sale yesterday, and already it has made ticket sales for Fandango, uh, which Fandango is you know ticket seller for movie cinemas. It's just a hub, kind of like Ticketmaster or whatever. But they've already sold almost, if not more, than Avengers Endgame. That's fucking huge. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize how big... I mean, I knew Spider-Man No Way Home was going to be huge, but I didn't think it was going to be The Force Awakens new oh, huge or yeah. Endgame or Infinity War so huge. So what's funny about, you know, you mentioned those tickets is I was looking at different time frames and you guys, you know, listeners of Sigma Duo cast or listeners to into the woods. Or what's your shit called? <laughs> Admit one multiverse. Yeah. That's what I said. Um, it's cause I have a tree. Is that what you call it? Into the woods? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a it door. Talk, it's a talking tree, which we'll talk about that. Uh, go ahead. What are those talking trees? And, and, uh, oh, fucking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> 
<laughs> that should be a good one. Bro, you should put one of those. An ant. Yeah. An ant. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, you're talking what about, was I saying? You're talking about the tickets. Oh, so yeah, I was looking at uh, what I was saying is I I still have my reservations on, you know, theaters. Luckily Resident Evil because that movie no one wanted to see. There was really no one there. Uh, but looking at tickets to Spider-Man cuz I really do truly want to see Spider-Man. I was looking at the show times. Uh, I was looking at the earlier show times. Packed house. Pack, yeah, and we're talking house. like 10 a.m. We're talking like like on the day or the early release, like the earliest showing was like 2 o'clock. Packed house. Oh, you're talking about Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Thursday. So, and then I started looking at like, okay, well, let's push it to the, the following week. You know, right. The week before Christmas. Let's look at, you know, two days before Christmas. Packed house. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Sold out. It's crazy. Uh, what, bro? What are you guys doing? <laughs> like, yeah. So I I did find tickets um for an IMAX showing uh on the official day that Friday, uh like it's like three thirty, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's but, the same. It's the same as mine. Just mine's on Thursday. Yeah, because it was uh, it's four o'clock. No, mine's three thirty. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right because they did um they're open they open up early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I was able to find I <laughs> actually. Got two seats next to, you know how they always have like the the handicap stalls. Oh, so you're like on the ground level. Oh yeah, but not really like up front, like the yeah. first row. Uh, I got two seats next to two companion seats. So if people are sitting there, they're companions to the people that need the handicap access. But yeah, man, like it was just crazy. Like I was like, damn, like I didn't expect. I mean, I expected it, but not like you said, like for it to be as big as it was. Yeah, I I didn't anticipate it to be um I didn't anticipate it to be this huge. Like it's it's fucking huge. Um so I had called cuz I go to the Riverbank Galaxy Theater for IMAX and I had called them the day before and I'm like, "Hey, do you guys know when the tickets are going on sale?" And uh, the lady that I spoke to, she's like, "Yeah, I believe they're going at 6 a.m., you know, essentially the next day, Monday itself." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay." You know, and, and she's like, "You just check on there and you should be all right." And I'm like, "All right, cool." And so nine o'clock the day before, because technically nine o'clock in East Coast would be midnight, tickets go on sale for everywhere. I check uh, Galaxy Theaters, nothing. I'm like, okay, cool. They're not on sale. This lady's, I think, just telling the truth. So I end up passing out. We're watching Parks and Recreation, me and my wife, and I pass out downstairs and I wake up about 1140. I was like, oh, shit, I wake up. I'm on my recliner. Got to go upstairs, go to bed. So I go upstairs, and uh, I'm laying in bed. And I take my, I grab my wallet because I'm like 6 a.m. I get up for work at 5 a.m. So I was like, oh, be perfect. So I grab my wallet, put it on the side of my bed because I don't have my card saved on shit because I don't, I, don't, I don't like to have my card saved on websites. And um, I'm sitting there. I'm getting ready to go to bed. Um, I go to the bathroom real quick to brush my teeth. And then like, I just look. I have my phone in my pocket. I go, you know what, let me check real quick. So I pull out my phone and I check and sure enough, the tickets are on sale for Galaxy Theater. I'm like, fuck, are you kidding me? Uh, but at the same time, I was kind of happy though because like, oh shit, it's early. So nobody's going to know. I click on it. I, I, I do uh, four adult tickets and one kid because I bought a ticket for my brother. And earliest, I, first IMAX showing was uh, four o'clock for, for the day, uh, the preview day. And I go to it and I'm like, cool, I'm going to get my normal seats, which is literally the first row, middle of the theater. That shit was already like half sold out. I was like, what the fuck? Damn. It's sold out. I'm like, are you kidding me? There's no indication. So fortunately, there was um, like seven seats on the second row, but it was like towards the edge. 
So I was like, cool, I'll just get five right here. Got my tickets. I text you at that time. It was and like, hey, there's two seats next to us. You know, you should get it. But your ass was probably asleep. Uh, plus, it was fucking four o'clock. So that probably I knew for a fact that probably didn't work out for you guys because you you know your wife's working and and you got the kids and everything. So I was like, yeah, you probably won't get it. Um, but I was just like, dude, like, when did this shit go on sale? And like, dude, like almost the entire auditorium was sold out minus the front row seats. Yeah. And I was just like blown away. And then I just out of curiosity, I started clicking on, I, I bought my tickets and I started clicking on other ones just to check like the next IMAX showing and D box and DFX and all that shit. And I'm like, this shit sold out. I was like, Whoa, what is happening? And that's when it clicked for me. Like this movie is going to be huge. Yeah. This is going to be fucking huge. And sure enough, um, yeah, man, they, they've been selling, they've been crashing websites the whole nine yards. So it's like Spider-Man's mini version of Infinity War Endgame where you're getting all these villains from previous Marvel or Spider-Man universes. And even though they haven't admitted to it, Sony and Marvel, but everyone's expecting to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield you yeah. know, reprise their Spider-Man roles. So it's like, it just goes to show just how epic and how popular Spider-Man just alone is. Yeah. Like. Spider-Man sells. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I've been trying to keep my hype in check. I've been saying it all year, keeping my hype in check and I'm getting it. Like it's in me, like it's building, but I'm like still trying to like keep it in check, man, because stop it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just so fucking excited for it, but I'm trying to keep it in check, man. And, and like now, like I took, I literally took vacation for that weekend, not only because of Spider-Man, but it, um, it's my wife's birthday. Yeah. So I got like the 16th all the way to Sunday, the 19th off. Um, because I shit you not, I might end up seeing Spider-Man again, like the next day in the morning, I'll probably just find a screen for myself. Kids will be in school. I'll just go in the morning or something. Cause I'm going to want to watch it more than once. I mean, I saw the very first Spider-Man Tobey Maguire in 2002, I think like 13, 14, 15 times. Jesus. Yeah. I was a kid, man. And I walked to the movie theater to watch it. I just, I loved it. It was the first live action Spider-Man. I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just like. And you know what's crazy? Did you read that or did you hear or read that because um, Tom Holland was trying to play it all coy like, oh, I don't know if this is it. This is the last one because this technically wraps up the initial trilogy of Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, they confirm Amy Pascal. She's the um, executive producer and like kind of like the almost a big wig for Sony Pictures, um, if not the big wig of Sony Pictures. But she confirmed that Sony, Marvel and Tom Holland are working on the next Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so there's three more Spider-Mans after this. For sure. I like that. I enjoy Tom Holland, man. I think he did he he plays both roles well. I really so I really hope that this film allows him to be Spider-Man. And what I mean by that is that he's not dependent on the MCU, specifically Iron Man. Yeah. I I'm really hoping that we finally go back to just a normal fucking Spider-Man suit. You know, not this Tony Stark made fucking thing. Um, I'm really, I'm really curious to see how this movie's going to end because he's finally going to see and get a mentorship. At least we expect from two other Spider Mans who don't have no fucking Iron Mans in their universe, as far as we know. And they made their own goddamn suits, um, made their own web shooters. You know, Andrew Garfield, and so we get to see like an independent Spider-Man. And if the spell of like everyone not knowing who Spider-Man is really works to what extent 
and how that's really going to play out. So like this movie just has so much what if and so much potentials, no pun intended to the what if Marvel series, but so much potential of, of rebooting, but at the same time progressing the MCU Peter Parker Spider-Man character. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm excited for, especially now that they announced that there's another trilogy in the works because ideally he should be out of high school and we should go from there. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited, man. Like I just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you in the excitement. I'm, I'm getting myself jazzed and I'm trying not to, but I just know I'm going to have a good time no matter what. Yeah, man. One, one of my, um, I've said this in the past, like I, I'm, um, you know, those who know me, I'm, I'm a big movie theater person. Like I love the experience um, yeah, it sucks. It's expensive, but I, I love, and, and I always do preview nights because I truly believe that people who go to like the Thursday night preview, most of those people that will go in the movie theater on, on a Thursday early, they're more fans of whatever they're watching. Yeah. And one of my favorite, like memorable experiences that I'll, I'll never forget is in theaters, uh, when you're watching like Endgame or Infinity War Avengers and just the, the the crowd reacting, you know, clapping, yelling, cheering, you know, when those special moments happen, like those moments is amazing because at that moment, you know, we have, you know, maybe a hundred people in one room all excited for the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, this is why I think people go to Disneyland. You know, you go to Disneyland, everyone's there for the same experience, the, the magic, you know what I mean? The, 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 the out of world experience, the, the forget all your worries, your stress and everything. You're just there for the Disney magic. And that's what movie theaters, when you go and you watch it with other fans, that's what it does to me is you just love it. You know, you clap. Like, even though I think some, some people think like, that's fucking stupid. Why are you clapping? Ain't nobody hearing you. No, the fans are hearing you. Other yeah. people next to you are hearing you. And, and we're in the same you know, fucking canoe. We're in the same thing, just rowing and, and enjoying what's happening. So that's what I'm honestly outside of the movie itself. That's the thing I'm I'm most excited for going to see Spider-Man. It's just everyone being fucking happy at once because we, we need a lot more happy in this goddamn world. <laughs> you know, and we need a lot more happy. show right on. And, and that's, that's what it does. That's what movie theaters do. Speaking of the shitty world, uh, how about uh, the new COVID variant, which is now Omicron? Dude, isn't that the dude from fucking Futurama? That's <laughs> the planet from Futurama Omicron per CIA. <laughs> I was like, bro, who the hell? Who CDC motherfucker was watching Futurama and said, hey, guys, that's going to be a good. Uh, we got to get away from this COVID shit and let's go with Omicron, Omicron per CIA. Yeah. I am Lur from Percy I. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Lur's gonna have come fucking Robocop come out and start battling fucking viruses. Oh, that's Omnicorp. <laughs> that's fucking Omnicorp fucking guy. Same shit. That's fucking hilarious. But yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm pumped. But circling back real quick, taking a big step back to Resident Evil, talking about lore and story. One thing that I wanted to point out, it's like it's they they, they rewrote all the character stories so badly. And I wanted to use an example because your wife's a big fan of Harry Potter. I was like, that's like the way they rewrote all these characters is like Warner Brothers making a film adaptation of Harry Potter. And instead of being a fucking magician, 
You know, he's like wizard. a wizard. He's a wizard. He's a fucking he's not a magician. <laughs> he's not pulling rabbits out of his fucking. Well, dick. there you go. Instead of being a wizard, he's a fucking magician. You know, <laughs> he's fucking David Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chris Angel, okay, you, got, you got a fucking, you got a tattooed looking motherfucker come out of nowhere as a pimp. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how bad the rewrite of these character stories are. Like I'm expecting fucking Harry Potter, the one that survived fucking Voldemort, which I couldn't even think of his fucking name. The one of my last episodes, you know, like you, you forgot Voldemort's name. Yeah, because you can't name. I him, can't bro. name him, bro. So I did the right thing. But it's like it's like yeah, you know, fucking you know, Voldemort's his fucking enemy, and and he can't, you know, he's got to be a fucking wizard and shit. And then instead of that, they're like, nah, he's a fucking magician that pulls fucking rabbits out of fucking top hats, and Voldemort's like his gay lover and shit. Like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> that's how, that's how they did my Resident Evil movie, man. Hagrid's a woman. And that's the thing. It's like it wasn't even like being uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, politically correct or anything. They weren't like gender bending anyone or fucking anything like that. They just literally rewrote the stories like very stupidly. You know, Jill had a love interest for Wesker. What the fuck? Ain't no universe where my girl Jill is gonna love Wesker or want to fucking jump his bones like oh she did in this movie. She's like, you want me to suck it? I'll suck it. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, Real question is, when that movie comes out, are you going to buy it? Resident Evil? Yeah. I have to admit, I will purchase it on 4K when it releases. I have to. I'm a movie guy. I have to. Regardless of how shitty it is, I have to own the fucking movie. I'll wait for it to go on sale on iTunes and then buy it digitally. It's a movie that should be bought in the fucking value bin, but I'll buy it. I'll buy it. It's one of those red box pre-owned movies. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll, I'll be honest. I I will buy it day one just so I could have it. Whether or not I open and watch it, I don't know, but I I have to own it. I'm just weird like that. Like I just got to have, I'm a collector at heart. I'm a collector where I got to have the shit. Either I open it or I keep it sealed. Um, What if I say, and plus, I'm curious to see what kind of special features they'll have, like deleted scenes, or even if they do like a unrated or director's cut, maybe makes it a little bit better. I mean, I've already had this discussion where the Zack Snyder cut is a lot better. The Ultimate Edition of Batman vs. Superman is a lot better. So, I don't know. Maybe there's scenes in there that can really clean the shit up and make it somewhat watchable, even though no, because the main plot of it's fucked up. But I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm too curious of a person like that where I got to see the extra shit. That makes sense. Maybe they'll, uh, I don't know, maybe they'll hint at the next one. Well, he's already said he wants to do Code Veronica. That's the next movie he wants to <laughs> That's make. if Sony doesn't pull the plug. I'm really surprised Sony put their name on this, man. Like, Well, they're the distributors in in North America. I don't know if worldwide, maybe worldwide, but North America. So Constantin Film, they're the ones that own the rights to Resident Evil. They're the ones that make it. Screen Gems is a subsidy uh, movie studio company that's to Sony. So that's why Sony has their name on it because it's Screen Gems. Um, and it's really the only reason you see Sony's name on there is because of public, as a distrib- distribution, not necessarily making the movie, just distributing it. Um, but Constantin, I think that's how you pronounce it, films. They're the ones that own the film rights and they're the ones that approve all these dumbass decisions. And they're like a, I think, Dutch film company that owns it. Yeah. It's really fucking random. Is that Dutch? I want to say it's Dutch. I could be completely wrong. Let me let me look it up because I want to give you the right information. But I know that's the company that um 
that's the company that fucking owns the that owns the rights. Constantin Film. Let's see if I'm right. Oh, they're German. A German mini major film production distribution company based in Munich. The company, which belongs to Swiss media conglomerate, Highlight Communications AG. There you go. So they're the ones that own the, uh, they're the ones that own the rights to Resident Evil. Which, I don't know how the fuck they did that, but, yeah. (laughs) That's it. We'll give you three bags of Top Ramen and a honey bun. Yeah. It's... It's beyond me, man. All I know is that they keep fucking everything up. I, they really need to get rid of it. I mean, these movies weren't even like bad or good. Wait, these weren't movies weren't even like that bad to be good, like the Anderson films, where they're just like over the top action entertainment, and they could be a big block stuff. Because dude, they're like a billion dollar franchise. The Anderson films. Mm-hmm. This is this movie's not even that. Like this, this movie alienates those fans of the and Resident Evil Anderson films, and it alienates, technically, in my opinion, true fans of Resident Evil. I mean, ones that want to be honest, not the ones that be like, "Hey, it was already you sold this and this." Like, no, be fucking real. Like, be a like be like a legit critique to this shit. Like, be an asshole about it. Yeah, you I know? wanted to see puzzle shit. Well, no, I don't even really want that. Like, it just I just wanted a fucking good story to tell. You can't mash two slash three games into one fucking hour and 40 minutes but that 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 crow was your favorite part right i will give him credit the whole scene where they you know the iconic scene of resident evil where you go into the mansion and the zombie turns back slowly that scene was actually dope it was actually not bad in the in the film um Everything else was crazy because after that it became twenty eight days later <laughs> zombies and I'm just like uh, fucking I guess. scene scene like, in the dark where fucking, fucking in one scene there's like fucking twenty zombies the next scene there's one yeah like okay were they all just fucking orgy in the main hall or what yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on so I'm telling you there was a lot of inconsistencies um but yeah hey man so what you been up to oh uh, you know I've been chilling chilling like a villain uh, I haven't really been home. So you got a side gig started, right? Kind of, yeah. How's that going? Tell everybody about that. Yeah, it's a it's a little side gig we've been doing, uh, trying to get some home decor with witchy vibes. I say witchy vibes. That's 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 what, that's what I would call it too. Yeah. I don't know what to call it when I plugged you guys the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been. Uh, it was like goth, but I was like, no, it's more like witchcraft shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Been working on that, got some like prototypes in the works and just trying to come up with a plan to kind of more efficiently produce what we have planned. But we've been kind of just playing around with that and getting ideas here and there. And you know, I've just been kind of like on a, a set schedule. Like I've been getting up earlier and getting my daughter to school on time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, First uh, couple weeks, I uh, she was late a couple days for sure. Because <laughs> of your ass getting up late? Yeah. Yeah. Woke up late. I was like, shit, she was supposed to be at school 10 minutes ago. But no, man, yeah, just been doing that. Been just, what's, what's it called? Uh, Dark Moon Decor. And you can find that on Instagram? Yeah, we on the Insta. Are you guys on Facebook or just Instagram for now? Yes. So just Instagram? No, I, I think we're on Facebook. You're on Facebook too? Um, 
Is it, how is it, like, how is it done? Do you guys have a shop or do you guys have it like uh, uh, per message order? Like, how do you guys do that? Or do you guys actually go somewhere live to, to sell things? So or? that's still all in the works. Well, technically where we're working at right now is outside of uh, essentially a garage, like a workshop. Kind of did a organization in the garage and, you know, had the tools set up and areas to work. Um, our plan is to sell at... Um, a couple different uh, like pop up shops. So we've been going to uh, Whimsy. It's a outdoor like pop up vendor. They do every Friday in Stockton, okay, off the Miracle Mile. Um, and they sell a bunch of uh, not sell, but there's a bunch of vendors there that have a bunch of different things that pertain more to like the I guess the witchcraft lifestyle. Okay, so it's so that so the venue itself is like kind of themed already to, it's 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 more structured towards towards what you guys are doing. Yeah. Okay. But there's other types of vendors out there. Like there's food vendor. There's a couple of like well now there's a couple of food vendors, but they sell a lot of crystals like for like holistic healing and stuff like that. Spirituality. Uh, they have people out there doing tarot card readings or uh, sound healing. Um, Any machines that'll make you like Tom Hanks and big? No. Damn it. One day. Um, you got, like, <clears throat> people out there selling a uh, art prints of different things. Like, this upcoming Friday, uh, they're doing a Harry Potter-themed... They did a Harry Potter-themed night, uh, like, a few months back. This upcoming one, they're doing a Harry Potter Christmas theme. So, hold up. It's every Friday? It's every Friday. So, here's a little plug for it. So, every Friday, Stockton, California. What's it called? Whimsy. The and Whimsy it, Market. What From what time to what time? Uh, it's from like five to nine. So there you go. Check that out if you guys are into that stuff. And then hopefully you guys will have a booth soon. Yeah, we got our uh, seller's permit situated already. Um, we just essentially got to get the product out there or made. Uh, we have the ideas. We just got to make the product. And then um, we already have, there's a few photos on the Instagram of you know things that we've already kind of produced. But yeah, like I said, the goal is to get out there, you know, Chat it up with everyone, sell some stuff, and then uh, probably work on like different venues, like different pop ups that come up, or you know wherever we can. And little then, conventions and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, and then uh, you know if people eventually you know they want something custom, then you know we can do a custom order of what they like. And but it's cool, man. Like it's a uh, it's got me working with tools. Been working with angles. I got to get my mathematics on point. You're like Tim the Toolman Taylor. Uh, yep. Fucking stapling yourself to shit. Oh shit! I I almost hit myself with the Brad nailer. That would have been fun. <laughs> um. So you guys are doing different, potentially different venues and things like that. Yeah. Um. You said you're thinking about other products and whatnot. Like, what's what's like your inventory now? Like, what what do you guys have available now? Uh. So we have a couple prototypes. We're doing a um. We created a crescent moon wreath. Um, so we took a a grapevine wreath and uh, cut it into the shape of a crescent moon and added a, a floral arrangement to it and then added a crystal hanging from it. So if you guys visit uh, Dark Moon Decor on Insta or Facebook, uh, there's a couple different pictures. I think there's like three different wreaths that we've done uh, that you can take a look at that. Um we're also doing crystal shelves um, in different shapes. We're trying out different shapes. So 
Um, a lot of the vendors out there sell, like I said, crystals, but nothing really to place them on. So we're like, well, let's put our heads together and, and try something out, you know, make these shelves. Kind of got some ideas off of Pinterest and this, that, and the other, and uh, just trying to, you know, piece together what we'd like, but what also we what we think other people would like. So we're working on that, and then uh, a couple of other little ideas up our sleeve that, you know, we just got to, like I said, finish it up, post a picture, and then start producing. That sounds cool, man. I I think that's a I think that's a phenomenal area, especially if it's something that, that to get into and start like a little mini business on, and because that's things that can blow up, it can pop off and become. <laughs> so what's funny is we kind of had this idea because we were making stuff like kind of for just you know shits and giggles or, or like you know for ourselves, and then we're like, well. We noticed that, like I said, we know some of the vendors out there don't have certain types of things that we were kind of looking for, but also a lot of the people out there are looking for. Um, so we're like, well, you know, if we make this stuff, we can essentially, whatever money we make, we can use that and just turn around and buy the shit we buy all the time at Whimsy anyway. So <laughs> it's just like... You're like recycling your, your shit. Yeah. It's kind of like what I did with my collectibles. It's like I wanted to get new collectibles, so then I went ahead and sell some of my shit that I didn't want yeah. so I can get the money and buy new shit. But yeah, it's just like, you know, with, um, uh, kind of being a, <laughs> it's funny. I call myself a, a stay at home bitch. A stay at home <laughs> house bitch, actually. Damn. Um, Put yourself like that. Yeah. That's cool, dude. Like it's, it's cool. Like it really helped to clear my mental, but you know, being on a schedule, like we're, we're kind of, pressed for time most days so trying to figure out what we can do in a certain amount of time before you know i gotta go get my daughter from school or whatever but yeah man it's it's been it's been fun like super like i'll get into it and just like just go ham um that's awesome man i think i think it's cool that you guys are doing that and i think it was awesome it's awesome to share so that way you know Sigma Dua cast peeps can know what, you, what you've been up to because mm-hmm. I know, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a, a little hiatus and nothing too crazy, but, um, it's just that, you know, you, you're keeping active, you're, you're busy with it. You're starting this other business. So, you know, those that listen can definitely check, check out, what was the name of it again? Dark moon decor, dark moon decor. They can check that out, order, you know, order some shit, uh, message you. And then when you guys start creating more and popping off on, on some, uh, some awesome merch, I think, I think it'd be great. Yeah. I think it'd be fantastic. Um, I know people have been curious, like what, what what's what's going on? Yeah, like where's Nate? What's what's happening? Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, been a been a good old stay at home house bitch, keeping up with the uh, the house and the kids and everything else, and um, just trying to trying to find something else, you know? Yeah, no, I agree, and it's like it's kind of like. Um, it's to our, our, one of our like last episodes is like, you know, you want, you want to find something that you're into and, and, and just go all in, go all in, get into it, be, be, be excited about it. And, uh, and that's where it is. I mean, I've done that with a lot of things in, in my time where like, you know, like when I did my dioramas, I got yeah. all into that shit and I just went all in and, 
And I mean, now I don't do it as often, but there was that moment where I fucking did. And it was, it was yeah, you were doing dioramas like every day. I want to, I, want, I actually want to get back to it and like partner with, um, with, uh, like a comic book shop and like try to sell some of the shit. Remember the, like the one I made you I'll do like assignments. Yeah. Just, just yeah. make a couple kind of like what you guys are doing. You know, you, you, you're, you're getting into this project. You're getting, you're learning a lot of new things. It's, it's exciting. It's fun. Um, you know, you're, you're developing skills and then it leads and it opens up branches and I'll circle back as to why I use that term, but you, it opens up branches to other things. You know, like you said, you're getting, you know, you get a business license. Now you're, you're looking at this, then you branches out to, to, uh, other venues, you know, like for example, you know, there could be a time where there's a convention and we do a, con- uh, a cross convention where we, we, uh, you go there as your decor, sell that shit. And at the same time, we, we go there as Sigma Duocast. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we're, two-faced. We, we're doing double work. Um, so there's, there's just a lot of avenues and, and that's really what it is. It's just, it's just people, you know, want to do projects, you know, at the end of the day, we all want to be our own boss and do our own shit. And that's, that's really what it boils down to. I mean, yeah, we can work our fucking nine to fives and do all that shit all the live long day, but being, doing what we're passionate about, that's, that's the key thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. I love that you guys are, are, are working on that and, and you guys are doing all that. Um, but yeah, no. So I just, you know, I just wanted to bring it up because for one, <laughs> plug it in, you know, so people know what's up. Uh, like a Glade? Like a, What? <laughs> huh? Huh? He said, "Huh?" Like you said, "What?" Glade, Glade plugins. Oh, I got you now. Oh, yeah. That fucking that was fucking Drax from Drax, there. Bro. I couldn't catch it with. I couldn't catch your phone over my head <laughs> too quick. Um, but yeah, no, and, and I think I think it's cool, man. I, I think it's fantastic, and it's that's you, your wife, and uh, Crystal, right? Yeah, Crystal feels. Mm-hmm. You guys got a little thing going on. That's fantastic. Keep it going. Um, so yeah, you guys definitely check that shit out and buy my man's wreaths and hopefully they get some some dark crystals handmade by yours truly yeah no so, you, so you'll know Serio way. so you know so you know it won't be it'll be fucking crooked for sure you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> right, bro better when you hang it on the wall you can't tell you can't tell you do it's, it's your responsibility to make it straight because when i sell it to you so better, I, I don't own a level so you know i can't tell if it's straight uh, you own the level the level is fucking five modelos and you're looking at it, like, uh, you lick you lick your thumb and you point it forward and say i'm scared it's, that looks a straight it's straight fuck it <laughs> who did that was george lopez huh? okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking lick the thumb and like that's your fucking level or my fucking mm-hmm. thumb like mm-hmm. what the fuck i love when people do that shit nah man that's that's cool I, I'm, I'm excited i'm happy for you guys and uh i think that's something that uh can definitely you know and take off and shit open up your uh horizons and shit like that mm-hmm. man broaden that shit yes sir spread them <laughs> clap them cheeks all right um damn okay <laughs> i don't know about all that that's a lot of work oh i'm man. tired uh dude you know what i'm really feeling this termana anejo i'm really excited so you know it's my, it's my birthday I, you know what's funny so i literally thought you work today huh i did work today did, did anybody know it was your birthday at work? Uh, no. You I kept did. it on the hush? I kept it on the hush. Until, uh, so my boss talked to me today, right? He put me outside. I said, hey, we got to talk real quick. And I got a new assignment that I got to go to and, and handle. And so I'll be honest. The assignment is good and bad. There was definitely some a lot of good to it more than anything. But, you know, I, I, it was a little bit bad for me because 
I'm, I'm, I'm switching locations. Right. And so I was like, I was kind of bummed out cause I build a lot of good rapport with some people and, and whatnot. So that kind of like hit me a little bit like, man, I'm not going to see these people anymore. Um, even though I can, but still it's a little bit different. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, uh, I told her, uh, my boss, I go, uh, I go, I hate to shamely bring it up in this way. I go, but in a very sarcastic tone, literally like this, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say it exactly how I said it to her. I go, you know, I don't mean to bring it up in this. Uh, I don't mean to shamelessly bring this up, but uh, thanks for this birthday gift. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I said it sarcastically because, again, it was good and bad news. Um, and that's where she's like, wait, it's your birthday? She's like, I haven't updated my calendar. I go, yeah, it's my birthday. And she's like, oh, my God. And like gave me a big yeah. hug and everything. And then we back, we went back into the into my build into the building with the rest of my my my, my team. And like literally just, hey, it's Rick's birthday, and I'm just like motherfucker. Ah. So she put me on Smoking blast. Here, shit. You know, messaging on the on our on our little like chat community thing that we have on uh, application. And so yeah, I got out pretty quick, and uh, and then everyone's just started kind of like, oh, happy birthday, and I'm like, it's cool. Like I, I'm just I'm not one to celebrate. I'm at the point right on celebrate birthdays that much. And it was funny because this whole time, like last night, I was telling my wife, I was like, man, I can't believe I'm gonna be fucking 35. I go, that's halfway my life expectancy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> halfway there. I'll be happy to live until past 70, but just to make it to 70 would be great. That's why I say it's like my half. But then she's like, wait, you're not going to be 35. I'm like, what do you mean? And I go, wait a minute. And we start doing, Damn. start counting quick math fingers. Like I can count all the fucking years of my fucking fingers. rain man over here. I'm going to be fucking 34. I was a year off. <laughs> I just literally thought I was actually telling people I'm going to be 35. Like I thought I was going to be 35. I'm like, you're tripping, 34. bro. I got one more year before I thirty five. I was like, the, the twos, I, the twos and the sevens. Those, those are my my. Uh, what are the even numbers? Odd numbers? Even numbers? You know, two and sevens. Five and te- five and five every five years. What the fuck are you talking I about? I don't know. Twos and sevens. Well, because for me, even numbers. Two is an even number. Seven's yeah, because like so, when it's a two and a five, my my birth. <laughs> When it's Bro, when, when the year wait, when the year wait, ends wait 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 <laughs> let me finish no. let me finish the thought when it, when the year ends in the two I'll be my 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 age will end in a five and when the uh, year ends in the seven okay my age will end in a zero now that makes sense you got me the, the way you said it though I know sounded freaking hey Terramana Neto hey. baby <laughs> uh, you know I'm about to do another shot right now um yeah so so that's why I was like wait a minute next obviously 2022 I'll be you know I'll make you a shirt that says <laughs> <laughs> it says twos and sevens are even number and a five and a five what <laughs> hi tony make the shirt send it to me let's get it that's gonna be it we'll sell it for what does i say two and a seven and a five so two dollars and 75 cents <laughs> hey, add that shit together bro i actually put a zero at the end so 2750 there we go that's my t-shirt 2750 oh put my face on it like this <laughs> That's your face. I got a picture of your face. I'll put your face like I'll, that. I'll put a goat on it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even do a fucking goat. Um, but yeah, no. So I literally thought I was gonna be thirty five. I'm like, no, I'm gonna be thirty five. Like, oh. bro. I was like, thank God, I got one more year. <laughs> one more year till I hit the mid my midlife crisis. Yeah. Right, what are you gonna buy for your midlife crisis? Oh my god, I'm fucking buy some type of happiness. <laughs> buy an RV. Yeah. Made out of a Lego? That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Nah, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not there yet. I did come home to some amazing gifts. My wife is a fucking rock star. Got me a bunch of Legos. Some The Batman with Robert Pattinson uh, Legos. I got the whole set. Uh, got two bottles of Anejo Termano, which I fucking, that like blew my mind because I didn't think I was going to be able to get those in any way. Fortunately, the liquor shop here in town had a shipment today. 
So she got me two bottles. One bottle I got um, unopened. I'm a collector. I got to keep it unopened. The other one I've already killed, what, three-fourths? Is that three-fourths? I can't measure. Nah, bro. That's a quarter. A quarter of it. Um, And then my man Snake got me some fucking predator, alien and predator fucking figures. Hella dope. Um, So, yeah, no, I'm... I'm pretty content. It's pretty pretty awesome. Um, I'm very surprised with everything she got. Even though my kid kind of fucked it up, because I was talking to my wife on the phone. I was coming home and he came back. Like, oh, is he coming? Is he coming? Okay, are we gonna do? I'm just like, well, if there was a surprise, it's, it's cats out of the bag. <laughs> Pandora <laughs> but, uh, doesn't go in the box. But yeah, no, it was it was sure it was his birthday. You know, it's fun, man. It's it's cool. Like, I don't really pay attention to like the whole age and and all that shit. Like. Like I said, I work today. I didn't really care. I mean, technically, tomorrow I'm off. Tomorrow's like tonight was my initial plan. I'm very grateful, too, because I was supposed to have like a work district meeting tomorrow. Um, but last minute, that got canceled. And my boss was like, just use a personal day. So I was like, fuck yeah, the next two days off. Let's get it. Hey. <laughs> Let's get I mean, I'll work a little bit on Thursday. Said, I, that whole bottle's night-night. Dude, seriously, I'm about to put a fucking sippy. A sippy on the A nipple shit. on the top. A nipple on the top and let's get it. Mama. So I'm I'm pretty pumped with that, but um, yeah, man, no, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Do you feel 34? Uh, no, I don't. Honestly, you know what? What's funny is I had like a bad back issue, right? And since working my new job, um, I haven't had a back issue because I haven't been constantly like really using it. But at the same time, I haven't been actively like active. If that makes sense, like being active and, and yeah, you're not doing a lot of the same. So I need pressure. to, I need to start, I need to start going back and like forcing myself to, um, like exercise and shit. Like, like I work out, like I'll do some crunches, uh, I'll do crunches like every day. Um, and I'll, you know, I'll lift a few weights here and there, um, every other day, but I need to get back into the actual habit, like running every single day, doing a lot of cardio and, and working out, just keeping that. If I can just keep that going, then I'm f- I'm fucking golden. But I see your uh, chia pet beards growing in. Yeah, I'm about to shave tomorrow or tonight. <laughs> tomorrow, I let this. Bro, just let it grow. It'll match no, your crops. I don't see. So oh, I was letting it grow. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Um, I was letting it grow, and because you know we wear masks, right? And so like it wasn't bothering, but now it's starting to bother me. So everybody wears masks. Once it starts to, metaphorically speaking, fucking Jim Carrey. Um, but now that it's like starting to bother me, yeah, I definitely need a, I definitely need a shave. <laughs> it's like that itchy stage. Excuse me. Yeah, it's it's definitely there. It's it's like, I don't know. And I'm not. I don't generally have a beard, so I don't really know how to properly like care for it. Yeah, like I, I don't know how to properly like where to trim or shave it to to where I can still maintain it. But I'm just like you know at this point, fuck, I'm just gonna shave it all off. So. I'm lazy like that. I can't do like what you do, like where you keep it like like that all the time. I don't keep it like this all the time. Yeah, but you're able to trim it and still have a beard. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it's like I don't know how to, I don't generally keep a beard. I don't, you don't groom know, it. like where to yeah. line it up. Or so, uh, yeah, so it's just too much bullshit for me. So I just say, I'm just going to shave it. Go back to just like having the goatee. It's, uh, keep your mustache, dude. I don't like, no. I look, people call me fucking what, Glermo? I look too Mexican with a mustache. Who? Glermo? What the fuck is that? Rudy Rudy calls me that. He says, you look like a fucking Glermo when I start growing a mustache. You mean Guillermo? Oh, if you want to say it like a or fucking American. Yeah, Well, that's sure. not how you say it in Spanish. Glermo? You could, that's how I've heard it like that. You say you can say Guillermo or Glermo. But how many beers did they have? A whole 12-pack? 
Sure. Glermo. I'm about to pour some fucking Terramana. <laughs> fucking Glermo. Oh, did you hear that pop? It was sexy. Say, glug, 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 glug. Why don't you just drink it from the bottle? Uh, I want to. I want it uh, slightly diluted with the uh, ice water here. Wow, bro! Like you, those on my fingers taste good. You're fucking, you know, bubble guts over here. Yeah, I got bubble guts. I That's want you different. to drink more. You don't snack. You got to be at work tomorrow, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to drink. I still got it's shit my, to do. It's my birth, motherfucking day, son. I want you to be here with me in the moment. Put a little bit of shot in that whatever you got left. Come on, man. Be a man. Come on, I am a man. Here. Put a little bit in there. I don't want none. Come on, put a little bit in there. Hey, man, no, just, wait. Just put, just put a fucking splash hey, in there. You get your, you get your splash. You get your neck away from me. Put, put a splash. Don't, don't touch me there. I'm moving the bottle like it's a fucking wang. Come on, bro. I'm about to slap your cheeks. Face cheeks. It's your birthday, not mine. Uh, oh, so you accept it? <laughs> no, you're the one supposed to get slapped. Motherfucker. <laughs> Ah! Motherfucker Jones. Motherfucker Jones. Ooh, I'm going to get fucking dizzy again real quick. I'm feeling faded and X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. Nasty time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Slap that ass top down. Let's get it. Wow. I love that, dude. Slaps slap it from the top. Slap hands. If you can slap an ass from the top, you know that girl got a booty. That's, that shit Rest assured that, that song, I have uh, done that. Red Cup. Red Cup, what the, what that mean? Yeah, the E40 T-Pain song, Red Cup. I don't have it on top of my head, sorry. Wow, you got to play it. I don't even, where's my, I don't know. Your, your tablet's right, or your tablet. What the fuck is that called? That's called a Macintosh. MacBook. A Macintosh computer. Macintosh? My, uh, my tablet's what's connected to the uh, oh. roadcaster here. I need a cough, one second. <coughs> you got the Ozuna variant? I got what's the, it called? Omicron? Omicron? Omicron. What's the song? Red Cup. Damn, this thing's about to die. Mm. Red Cup. Is that like the Red Cups? T-Pain, Kidding, B.O.B., E-40? Yeah. Is this right here? Let's see. Is it connected? I don't know. You ask me. Is this it? Yeah. You don't remember this song? No. My wife might know. Uh, yeah, uh, your boyfriend don't like me. I can't blame him. This is your birthday anthem. Why are you trying to be just like me? It's kind of lame. Huh. I don't want to be your man. Girl, I'm just being honest. But what you got in your pants? I've never heard this song in my life. Put it begging up, put it begging up, put it, put it begging up, put a red cup on it, put it begging up, put it begging up. Yes, sir. Put a red cup on it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do that tonight. Oh, Cetus, Cetus. Her booty bigger than a Prius. Than a Prius. Than a Prius. Hell, a Prius. She get it from her mother. From her mother. mother. Yellow bones, same complexion as butter. Butter. Nine piece, two nickels. Two nickels. nickels. Nipples poking out like missiles. Like missiles. He don't make it rain, he make it trickle. 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 Me, I'm a hustler, I make it triple. Triple. She a bad one. Look at the way that she's switching the way she walk. I don't care if it's real. I don't care if it's ball. I don't discriminate. Dude, that's how rap music is now, bro. You just gotta like. Exclaim that last word, uh-huh. you know. Just drop a line. 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 <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Drop a line, bro. Just say a word. Say say a sentence. Tron. No, say a sentence. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Didn't kill himself. No, I said too much words. <laughs> I 
got you. I got you laughing. My man is laughing like a motherfucker. Oh, this is classic right here. <laughs> That's too many words, bro. <laughs> Still doing anything for me. <laughs> hey, you crying, bro? Because I'm crying. Oh, I got her fucking tears. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm drunk, bro. I fucked that shit up. I meant to just say himself. Uh, yo, he didn't kill himself. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't say that. Uh, that was classic. Ah! I just took a sip of my shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not my shit, literally, brother. Turn on that now. Yeah, that took me back, dude. I'm fucking crying right now. Oh man! So now you heard the song. So that was uh, E40 featuring T Pain, Kidding, and Bob called Red Cup. I got to give credit where credit is due because I don't want people to fuck me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna come and put you in a Red Cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was fucking classic, oh. dude. I loved it. Look, it sounded like what's his name? Oh, my eyes. I was crying it's right like now. Christopher Walken, that shit. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Oh my goodness That's good man It's good uh, My stomach hurts Does it? From laughing I'd be uh, I'd be drinking too much of that man Fucking A dude Some good Fucking The Rocks Tequila bro <laughs> The Wack The Wang The Wang The Wack I, fu- I fucked that shit up On the episode bro, I was Episode 2 crying dude but Yeah the episode me, me and my wife Were talking about Xbox And uh, I fucked that shit up I was like The Wang I was the Wack. I said The Wack. I was trying to say Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I like combined that shit like really quick. The Wang, The Wack, Johnson. Oh my goodness. Fuck, dude. This has been a day, man. This has been great. It's classic, bro. You all right there? With your cran- raz, cranberry, and orange juice combined hey, with tahine? Bro, that shit's hella good. It's pretty good. It looked good. You just needed a shot of fucking a nail in there, and you would have been fine. Even without the shot, dude, it's fucking no, delicious. You need a nail in there, dude. Tequila, bro. Get the fucking tequila. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> See over there working on some uh, clip art. Yeah, I was getting uh, the cover page set up before uh, we finish this so I can upload as fast as I can. So... Faster than you and Bet? What? What? Huh? Hmm? Who? Chick fil A. Chick fil A. Um, what the fuck? Oh my God. <laughs> What's my code? What's my code? He hella put his wrong password in. It wasn't even like in the thing. Put like, the password for his Pornhub account. Yeah, no, I'm getting, I was creating the, creating the cover up for his little Sigma Duocast slash Adamant One Multiverse. Side project. Say it again. Admit one. Why do you say it like that? What? 
how do I say it? Well, how would you say it? Say it again. Admit one multiverse. How do you say it like that? Because that's how it is. Well, you want me to say admit? Instead of like having that little slight pot? I don't know what the fuck. Say it. Can you say it? Please say it. I already did earlier. Sigma Duo Clash slash Into the Woods. No. <laughs> into the Woods. You know, so speaking of that, you know, you're talking about talking about the cover. So, oh yeah, uh, you said you're going to talk about the tree and the reason why you have branches. Or yeah. So, um, the whole concept to the cover that I chose because it's you know it's all like a what was that one called? Huh? Is that the same shit? What? <laughs> wait, what's happening? Wait, wait, which what podcast am I on? We're on both. We're doing both. It's gonna so this podcast will be first on Admit One Multiverse. What for a few days? And then I'm going to post it on Sigma Duocast as episode 60. Um, no, I know that. But don't you have... What's your other one? That's it. It's just these two. Oh, is the other one just a review? Or is that still this? Oh, you're talking about... Are you talking about like... I was doing for Sigma Duocast the Night Spectacle one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one, that one is done because I went to this. Oh. Yeah, that one was a spinoff of just movie reviews. Wait, is this the one with the tree? Yes. Are you sure you didn't drink any fucking tequila today? No, you gave me... I gave you... Two-thirds of a shot. Two-thirds of a shot. That That's fucked you. I've had like fucking six shots. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I'm very proud of it. Holding my shit down. Even though I got to piss like a motherfucker. But it's fucking okay. out like missiles. Missiles? So anyways, okay, okay, okay. Anyways, branches, uh, trees, ants. Uh, as you like to say, into the woods. Mm-hmm. So my so the cover that I have for Admit One Multiverse, so obviously it's Admit One is the ticket, you know, combined for one Ad, person, but Admit it's, one. It's, the sp- it's the spin-off of Ad, the Sigma Duocast. Admit One? Yeah. So it's still, it's still the same thing. It's just a lot, it's just cleaner in a sense, not cleaner like, clean just there's not a lot of, i try not to cuss a lot like we've done so, so far. language language it's I, captain america I, captain approved. Amer- <laughs> yes it's okay. captain america approved uh, even though i let it slip a couple times um but no i have it so it's kind of like the the it looks like a normal room with the gray walls white floor then there's a red door and w- through the red door we have an image of a tree um and then like space in the back you know the stars the sky and then you have ground. So the full image of that without like the door concept is it's a cliff, a rock cliff, and there's a tree like at the peak of the cliff. And um, beyond that, it's still like high up. So you have the stars. So the whole idea that I wrote that I created this image was that in a on a rock cliff, it's rock. Generally, you don't have vegeta- vegetation grow on that. Right. So we have a tree growing on this uh, rock. And the symbolism to that is that no matter your foundation. I think you mean symbology. Symbology. Sure. The, no, you were right. <laughs> uh, behind <laughs> that is that it's rock. Nothing should grow there, but we still have a tree growing. So the message I'm sending there is that no matter what kind of foundation you have, whether it's really strong or not, like you can grow no matter where you're at. It's really. So it's Jeff Goldblum inspired. So you sure. Um, and the tree, away. the tree fully signify uh, as the tree of life in from the mythos, like mythology and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where, you know, you have the growth, the the concept of life and all this stuff. So that's why I chose the tree. 
And then the branches is really just kind of like how far you can really extend. You know, you your your limitations are full. You can go a variety of directions. You can grow as much as you want. And so that's why I chose, you know, the concept of a tree. And then behind it, we have the universe, you know, galaxy or space with billions of stars. And the concept, the symbolic behind that is that it's really, there's so much of the unknown out there. So ideally is to bring it all full circle is you have, no matter what foundation you have, you can grow. It's really up to you, right? You, the the idea is that a tree grows, it, it, it can go as much as he wants until someone interferes with it and you have the unknown of space i have the doorway and the silhouette of a person staring at it because they're realizing that they're they're observing this and taking it all in like you know what the only person in my way is myself and that door and the door is representing that it's opening that's our ticket to access the door which is entering my realm of world and so i talk uh because one of my you know uh, toes up podcast he said i don't really see that like to, that goes with the theme of my thing well it's like well it's really my state it's my my state of mind and where i'm at right now in my life is that i'm for, for one i'm opening up the universe because that's why i call it multiverse because i talk about a lot of entertainment things whether it's video games tv shows movies music and then i dive into life you know my own life mm-hmm. where i'm going through kind of like what we're experiencing today which is a little bit different we talked about life a little bit we talked about movies you know we talked about um you know your endeavors what you're reaching for what you want to strive for so it's it's just a lot of things that we can talk to and and the core concept is that you're the one in your own way no matter what kind of foundation you have whether it's perfectly good soil to grow on or it's something hard and sturdy where you can't grow on at the end of the day you are in control of your own growth and it's up to you how far you want to grow you can grow as high as you want you can grow as wide as you want you know right resembling the tree you know that's your livelihood there and then the space of unknown you can go as far as you want you know you don't know you can go through doors you never experienced you could open brand new doors where you can like okay cool this is something new to me this is something i enjoy or you can close the door where it's like you know what i'm gonna close this door because this part of of my life or experience or interest is not what i want it to be so i'm gonna close that door but i'm gonna open then this door because this is taking me somewhere else where i want to continue growing so at the end of the day it's really just you reflecting on what you want out of your own life. And that's really what, and I know that's kind of like, it sounds a lot and like, whoa, you know, to some it could be pretty deep. Some, some it could be, oh, that's just bullshit. But at the end of the day, that's how I look at it. Yeah. And so, and that's why I do it. And, and again, it, it's, it's still a branch. One of the branches is Sigma Duocast. That's going to be one of the roots one of the branches of me continuing to grow. Like I want to continue that. I want that to continue growing and becoming more. Um, But at the same time, I got to do what I got to do to, to, Mm -hmm. to continue. Cause I want to keep growing. I don't want the door to close, but at the same time I want to keep growing, you know, just like how you like, you know, Hey, you know what? You found interest and, and enjoyment to grow with the the little side business you guys have and now you're learning more things woodwork you're learning all these things business run a business you know utilizing the time so there's there's just so much to it i mean it's 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 really a fully loaded image that you can look at it and you can hear my words and go fuck okay that's heavy i can i can rock with it or you can just be like 
Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. You're full of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking put the term on it down. Yeah, put the term on it down. But I mean, that's really when I was making this image, that's really what I was like. I was just feeling it. Like I was literally, you ever have those moments where you're, um, I don't know, you've made music before, but it could be for anyone being an artist, playing a video game where you're just fucking feeling it. You're not even thinking, you're just doing it. You're just, pop, yeah. Pop. And that's what was happening when Every, I was making everything is right. Yeah, and that's why I was making the cover. I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna do this. I'm like, oh, you know what? I think it'd be cool if I have this in the background because in my head, this is what it means. Cool, find that image. Boom, spike that. And then I was just rolling with it. And then at the end of it, you know, it's almost like I spaced out, blacked out, and I was doing shit without realizing it. And then at the end, this is what I got. And I looked at it, and I was like, okay, hold on, this is what it what it means. So, yeah. but yeah, anyway, so that's up. That's the purpose of my image or cover and and even the title admit one multiverse because it's you know your ticket to enter my world of many fucking interests yeah you know um but anyways that's the origin of that cover and that's uh that story it just has a lot of purpose to me and i and i i uh i really appreciate you know what it means to me yeah you know no i, I dig it dude even even fox with it Oh my man, and even like the song, like I, it took a minute for me to make the song, and, and <laughs> so I was, I was going to be like, "Hey, you were listening, you're watching Blade when you made the song, huh?" <laughs> what? Blade? It had just, it had a Blade vibe to me. Really? <clears throat> I just, I, I don't know what it was. I was, I was messing with GarageBand, you know, because you kind of showed me the roots on that, and I got, I got stuck on the. Uh, I think it's, I think it was a violin mm. and I got stuck on that and I was like, I like this, but then I wanted like an old school, like hip hop beat to it. And then that's where I, I brought the, I brought the beat. I actually made a full song and then I cut it in half. And when I, cause my wife's like, I like the way it sounds, but it's like, you can cut it in half. Cause it's technically, uh, the beat is different. The violin is the same, but the beat is different on both ends. And so I was like, okay, I was, that's a good idea. Cause then she's like, you can make one, the intro and one, the outro. I was like, oh shit, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So that's why when you hear the end where like you have that little trumpet or whatever that mm-hmm. instrument was kind of die down, when I started up, technically the full song, it starts back, it, it continues from there. So I made it to where the the intro makes it where it ends. And then when I have the outro, it picks up from there. Um, and that's what I was, uh, that's what I was, that's what I was working on. And that's how that came out. But I definitely have other like concepts in the works and, I really, really still want to eventually you and I collaborate and, and, and make an actual song um, because I think it would be fun. And even if we have to even get uh, one of our uh, listeners and us being fans for uh, Lame Ghoul, uh, he's got some cool mm-hmm. some cool music that he makes himself. Yeah, he just dropped a new track not that long ago. Yeah. And and he's got shout some, out lame ghoul shout out and he's got some good music and so I would love for like a collaboration between all of us or something, um, I think it'd be great. That's still it's still a project. Like again, there's there's doors that I want to open. You know, it's like it's like it's like imagine uh, from the Matrix. He goes through the hallway and Matrix Reloaded. He goes through the hallways and you see all the doors. Yeah. So I have in my mind, I'm crazy. This is this is one of my my crazy. Uh, mental fucking psychedelic shits but i have in my head like a hallway of doors and on every door i have like a little fucking tag hanging on it and it's telling me like this door is you know in this case a collaboration music's a song at least one song collaboration with lame ghoul or ourselves i haven't gone through that door yet 
So I have a lot of doors like that with a lot of ideas that I want to eventually go through these doors and, and make it happen. Um, but it just hasn't happened. And I'm sure there's a lot of people like that. I, mean, I don't know if that's a, I believe that's what, a metaphor. So I don't know if that's a metaphor that people could use, but a lot of people have a lot of ideas and a lot of ambition, a lot of things they want to do. And so that's how I uh, compare to, I can't say this word. Pe- compartmentalize. There you go, my man. Thank you. I'm too drunk to try and say that. Um <laughs> That's and that's and that's how I see view that so that way it's organized to in my head to the sense like eventually I want to do those those uh those things. That's just finding the right time. Yeah. And that's really what it is. You know, it's it's you know, if we were these fucking YouTube people or, or social media people where we have all the time in the world and making money out of nowhere for just being stupid assholes then great, but unfortunately, you know, we got families and we got, you know, you know, real work that we gotta do to ensure that we're doing what we gotta do. But um Eventually, yeah, that would be a great thing to do. And but again, as long as we have those ambitions and we keep those ideas and just at some point do them, then fantastic. I mean, I don't. I'm not expecting to get rich and famous out of shit, but it's, it's just a fun thing to do. Like, hey, we made a song, or hey, we we filmed a a movie trailer. Like, I'm writing my script for Resident Evil. You know, it'd be great to like write the script, finish it. There it is. It exists. Have you specifically your wife read it and have her approval of enjoyment? Um, and and other, you know, some of my uh, peers that enjoy it as well and be like, cool. Even though there'll never be an actual movie out of it, who knows? But at least someone has read it and says, hey, you know what? I can envision this and it's great. Yeah. Um, you know, and then make a little trailer off of it or something or stuff like that. Just little things like that. And I, I think if we if people are able to do that. Um, we're able to keep our own sanity in a sense. And it's really just comes down to just our own projects, mm-hmm. our own things. Um, Doing what we like to do. Exactly. What we love to do. Exactly. Um, you know, so I don't know. There's just a lot of shit out there, man. You just got to keep busy. Like you say, got to have a routine. You keep busy. You know, otherwise we sit on our ass and we're just sitting there like, what, what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done that in a cool minute. Just kind of sit there and not know what to do. Yeah. Some of those moments are cool, though. Yeah. They're like, good to have. Yeah, just kind of. Because that's where new ideas pop. Chill and just like, okay, well, I can do this or I can do that. Can do you can this. get with this or you can get with that. Yeah, sir. That's right. That's right. Was that Pitbull song? Is it? Yeah, it's like, that's right. What song is it? Dale. No. I can't think of the damn song, but there's a song where he does that. I get the beat drops and he's like, that's right. He says that a couple of times and then the beat jumps back in. Oh, okay. Mr. Worldwide. Oh, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well played. Mr. Worldwide. That motherfucker looks like a pit bull. Uh, like a fucked up pit bull. Like a Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. He looks like the Hamburglar. And the, the Elephant Man. <laughs> Without the mask. Without the mask. And the hat or the red hair. Oh, my Damn God. Damn ginger. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, man. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. A lot of cool stuff out there coming up. Um, There is something I wanted to talk about, but I can't think of it for the life of me right now, man. Shit. Some hell is stupid that recently happened in like social media. 
Oh, dude, real quick. Let me tell you something. Not that this celebrity is one that I go like, oh my God, like she's like put put this celebrity on a pedestal. I'm not going to lie. This celebrity is attractive and you know, part of me would be like, yeah, it would be cool to for a sport fuck, but at the same time, it'd be, <laughs> and, oh, okay. you don't know what that term is? Uh, it would be cool for a sport fuck, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, man. It kind of been around the corner. But how the fuck is Pete Davidson uh, fucking with Kim Kardashian right now? Bro, it's that horse mouth. <laughs> he got the big tongue. So, uh, so this dude, so I'm hearing the term big dick energy. Do you think this dude has big dick energy? Uh, you want me to text him? Text him, bro. Hey, Pete. I, I don't know what that. So, does that mean like dude's got a big, big cock? Is that what no, that means? It means you carry yourself like you got a big dick. Okay. You think this dude has a big dick? Because like, like this he, dude, he be, has like the confidence of like yeah. Because this dude be like messing with. Dick. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Ariana Grande, I don't really care about her. You know, she just her voice is too freaky, and she just looks like a child. And I'm not trying to fuck no child. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's a no no for me. Okay. <laughs> That's a major no no. So she just looks like a kid. I'm just like, no. Who is the other chick that she that he messed with? The, oh, Kate Beckinsale. He messed with Kate Beckinsale for a minute there. I was like, what is that about? You know, I think that was just probably publicity or something. Cause I'm like, I'm tripping out. There was another celebrity that he was with, but you know, now he's with like rumor, right? You know, they leading us to believe that he's like smashing on Kim Kardashian. I'm just like, what? Like it either speaks true to more that Kim is just a fucking hoe as we kind of expected to be but at the same time it's just like what is this dude doing to be in the mix with some of these broads even the idea that he's like smashing these chicks he's funny to some people to some people like i want to find those some people because this dude's not funny i'll give him props he has moments when it's scripted he has ghost writers for him i don't know if he writes his own shit but i mean like i think he's good with I think he's funny with things that is scripted properly, you know, like his movie, the what was that movie, the King of, King Staten, of Staten Island. Island. Like that, there was a couple moments in that movie that was funny, but again, it was scripted. I I, I haven't seen him ad lib anything, and that's where I'm kind of like, I don't think he's funny ad lib, but I think if he has time to like work on something and say something and 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 you know, again, scripted, I think he can be funny. Yeah, but whether or not he's the one writing it or someone else is writing from, I don't know if it's real, but. I don't know. It just trips me out. Like, it's just like, it's just like a random ass story. Like, Oh, Pete Davidson's with Kim. I'm like, what? I don't know. He must be either that or he has money from SNL. I mean, let's be real. SNL is not what SNL used to be. Yeah, that's true. It's too fucking political now. It's too democratic nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Oh, all kinds of shit. But, uh, I don't know, man. It just, it just kind of trips me out. I'm just like, guess. Maybe because he's tall. Tall, light, and handsome. Tall, light, and handsome? He ain't dark. No, and he's got a horse mouth. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's what it is, dude. I don't know. Like, it seems like he got his grill fixed, though. Like, in some of the recent photos. He's just Either that like, or he got, he like, just, new new teeth or something. I don't know. looks like a fucking crackhead. Like, that's what it takes? I guess. He has, Maybe he has that bad boy vibe. It's that bad boy vibe. Bad boy, baby. He's not a bad. Yeah, take that. No, he's not a bad boy though. That's he's not crack, that's he's what crack I'm saying. He's boy. not a bad boy, but he has that bad boy vibe. Like he doesn't random think... tattoos that don't match and fucking mismatch. Clothes. That's a bad boy. He vibe? looked like he jumped in a dirty, dirty like laundry hamper and just came out with whatever. <laughs> what? 
the like fuck? nothing nothing matches he just jumped in the fucking hamper and like when he came out like whatever was touching that body part is what he put on it's <laughs> fucking crazy i don't even know what that means it looked like he gave two blind kids sharpies and said go to town <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker said he looked like he gave two black kids a sharpie to go to town. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I gotta mute my mic. Oh, I got him with that one. It took him a little while, but I got him. Oh, no, it was funny the moment you said it. It was just like, as I was, as I repeated it and as I thought a bit more, I was, yeah, I was imagining. two little kids, like, blind can't see, and then the freaking Pete Davidson with no shirt. And just him in his big ass horse mouth smile, like, (laughs) (laughs) that tickles. Oh, my God. (laughs) I throw a little color in there. Oh, my God. That's fucking terrible. How do they know it's color? They're blind, sir. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> fucking stupid. Oh my god. That's great, man. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, it's something else, man. You think Kanye signed a prenup? Yeah, honestly, I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> with COVID. You know with- what? The one thing I do kind of wish out of all of this, like, you know, now that he's not with Kim anymore. So it goes, it goes back, back to, to music, mu- good music, yeah, like good music, not just like, like I, how can I say this? I feel like his music now is his, like his last two albums I were very ra- gospel. It's gospel, but then it's like, I'm trying to think of the proper words. Like, I feel like it's ironic, egotistical music. If that makes sense, like he he thinks he he's top shit, but at the same time, it's like ironic to where it's like. You're not really top shit, but you think you are top shit. But yeah. it's like you're making it sound like it's some fucking epic noise. Noise. You know? Just go back to your first three albums. Like 808s and Heartbreaks was, this, I think, was fourth album. Like after that, it was just like a fall off. Like after that, he's to me, he's only had like one no, or two good songs. Um, fucking what the fuck? Uh, I almost said My Dear Melancholy. That's The weekend. I've been listening to a lot of The weekend. You look uh, like a Life of Pablo. I didn't. I wasn't feeling Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo was dope. I wasn't feeling. I it. didn't like Jesus. I like like one song from there. Um, I think it's Power. Was that it? Was Power on that one? Maybe. I don't remember. And then every time uh, I said, I think of Power. He's like Power. Yeah, I think of Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you listen to that song, tell me you Power. don't think of Rangers. Rangers. Whoa. Watch, let me let me get it. I, I can hear it in my head. You hear it? I want the listeners to hear it because they're probably like, what? I, I swear to God, every time I hear it, I just think of Power Rangers. <laughs> Randy. Let's see. Rangers. <laughs> Rangers. Rangers. Power Rangers. In that 21st century, doing something mean to this is the only song I like. This is actually from uh, Beautiful Nightmare. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. That was a good album. Uh, I like like maybe two songs. 
Like, I, I, what I mean by, like, his music is just, like, actually, I, there's three songs because I'm looking at his album and I only have three songs that I saved in my thing. Gorgeous, Power, and All of the Lights. Um, really? Yeah. You didn't You didn't like... Uh... I didn't do... Here, you can click Show Complete Album there. <clears throat> I'll have the thing halfway so you can... If you tap anything, it'll play. Um, those are, like, the three songs that I really enjoyed. From that album, really? You didn't like "Devil in a New Dress"? I have no. so appalled. Runaway? No, because it was like tr- it tried to be too climatic. That's the point. I didn't like it. I didn't want to listen to that. And really, so appalled. You didn't like that. Which one's that one? One hand in the air, if you don't really care. Two hands in the air, if you don't really care. It's like that sometimes, I mean ridiculous. It's like that sometimes, it's shit ridiculous. One hand in the air, no. if you don't really care. Honestly, I don't even think I've heard this song. Air, really? If you don't really care. It's like that Dude, the beat on this song ridiculous. is probably one of my favorites. Sometimes ridiculous. I'm so appalled, spawned and bald, bald and Donald Trump taking dollars from y'all. Baby, you're fired, your girlfriend. Okay, has like that dramatic feel to it. I do like my dramatic cinematic. music. Yeah. Jay Z has a hand in this, huh? I think he's in it. Featuring Jay Z, Pusha T, Prince Saihai, Swiss Beast. I could hear the producing of Jay Z, especially that. Ooh, watch that right there. That's a Jay Z shit. Well, Swiss Beats made this. Oh, he made this? Yeah. He made the track. This sounds, this song sounds like it belongs on King of the Throne album. Oh, Watch the Throne? Watch the, I'm sorry, Watch the Throne. This sounds like one of the, like song from there. That, that scream right there? Right there, right. That, that's from Watch the Throne. That's a song, that's, that's a sample from Watch the Throne somewhere. Which is probably a sample from who knows what. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, man, like, I like Kanye's music. It's just, I don't know about him, like, in real life. You know, and that's the thing. I've always said, like, I don't follow celebrity. Like, I don't put their own personal personality and, and their own bullshit on blast. I, I, I like the work they do. Like, yeah. Tom Cruise. A lot of people don't like Tom Cruise in general, but I love his movies. Now, I'm not saying I don't like Tom Cruise in general. I mean, I don't sit there and, like, follow his beliefs when, you know, when he got all big with Scientology and... Being a little, is that still a religion? Being uh, maybe, I think so. And being a little psycho with with Katie Holmes and all that shit. Like, yeah, there's a lot of right and wrongs there. But at the end of the day, Tom Cruise to me is a action is a movie star, and his movies are fucking fantastic. Like, I love his movies, and almost anything he makes, like, I love it. Yeah. Um, and and that's the thing, you know. So when it comes to Kanye, like, I love his music, like especially his first three four albums. I love his music, and after that, he makes a couple of music, even like that, like that song right now. I honestly, truthfully, I don't think I've ever heard that song before. But I was digging it. I was, you know, I was kind of digging it. Um, I love his music. Him as a person, yeah, <laughs> fucking weird, <He's> a fucking <laughs> wackadoodle, yeah. sure. But at the, again, I, I don't, I don't hold that. I, I, they're famous for a reason, and the main reason why they're famous, that's what I focus on. And if the main reason why they're famous, I don't like. Then I don't like the artist. We need to bring back um, cardigans and polos with the jeans. What that got to do? That I mean, that's how he showed up on the scene. He was wearing his backpack. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The cardigan with the polo and the jeans, like simple style. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like that's that's where that's where I when it comes to a celebrity, I look at those things. Like, why are you famous? And if the reason why you're famous, I like it, then great. Then I can dive into your humanity, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. I'm a big fan of The Rock, in and out. Meaning, I love his. I love him as a as a wrestler. I love him as an actor, and I love him as a human being and an entrepreneur. I mean, I love Terramana. I love Zoa Energy Drinks. You know, and Did you see, he just the the Thanksgiving thing he did for the veteran. Yeah, he gave him his own personal his truck, own personal Raptor. Yeah, that was dope. You know, like those those are the things. Whether it was a publicity stunt or not, I mean, those are just the thing. He's done it so much to the point where I'm like, I it's, I feel it's genuine. You know, and that's why the rock of all celebrities. So in regards to that, the, that vehicle, he actually wanted to give the Porsche from that Red Notice movie, which is actually really good. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Porsche said no. Really? Yeah. They wanted to, to gift it. And but Porsche said no. So he took it upon himself. He was like, OK, well, I'm going to give him my own personal car. I did not know that. Yeah. That's awesome. See, yeah. that's the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. Whether it was a publicity stunt or not, I mean, he did it. At the end of the day, he did it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and that's why, you know, Dwayne Johnson is, is I don't I don't say this very often, especially about celebrities, but he is definitely a hero of mine. He is a representation oh, yeah. of how He's, I would ideally would want humanity to be at all times. If more people were like him, then we'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's that's when it comes to celebrity shit, like that's that's how I look at it. I look at first I look at why are you famous? And then I look at I then I look at the other things. Like another another great example in my personal humble opinion, Keanu Reeves. I love him as a movie star. That's why I love him. Because that's what he started. And then you look at his personality and I'm like, holy shit, his personality is amazing. He's like, like the most humble guy ever. Yes. You know? But at the end again. To, to my main point is that when it comes to celebrities and I put people on pedestals is I look at why they're famous first. Like for example, Logan Paul, I think as a celebrity, he's a piece of shit. And you look at his personality. He's a piece of shit. Why is he famous? I have fucking no clue. Social media, YouTube. you know, YouTube. Those are the people where I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I get, there's some people I, 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 I try not to be biased with a lot of things. You know, I, I do give respect where respect is due. Um, but at the end of the day, again, I don't, you know, there's some, might be some celebrities where like, Hey, I don't like their shit, but I might like them as a person. Maybe like I like Taylor Swift. I think, I think some of her music's good. Right. As a person. I don't know. She kind of seems like a bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that, that's just an example. Like, so at the end of the day, like I said, I might like a few of her songs. I'm not going to fucking have her, any of her albums on repeat, but there's a couple songs that she does that I like. But I'm not going to sit there and put her on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm trying to think of other celebrities. Uh, I don't know. I can't, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Of, like, I love Eddie Murphy. I love his music. I love, not music. Well, I do love his one song. Uh, one song. <laughs> but uh, I love his party movies. Time, as far as a person, I don't know. I don't really know. You know? Uh, and to bring it back, you know, Kanye West. I like his music. I think he's a, I think he's a, a great producer. He makes really good beats for sure. Oh yeah. Um, and again, I, some of his lyrics early on were great. Now it's a little, it sounds a little egotistical and conceited, um, but he still makes great beats. As far as his personal life, I don't know. Kim Kardashian, again, I, 
Why is she famous? She let's be real. She's famous because the she's attractive. Tape. The sex tape and she's attractive. She's attractive. She is she's an attractive woman. Um but then you look into other shit and you're just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like, uh, I've seen the tape. Yeah. It's like ground zero nasty now, uh. but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? But, but again, so that's why, that's why I'm not a Kardashian fan that they're, they're famous for reasons I don't give a shit about. So if their reason why they're famous is shit, I don't care about. I mean, chances are I'm not gonna like their personality. Yeah. Cause that usually reflects who they are, you know? Um, yeah, so that that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. There is just when it comes to celebrities and put on pedestals. It's just why are they famous in the first place, and then dive into their personalities. Where there's a lot of people who are like, I'll mention a celebrity, like, oh yeah, I like this guy. And they're like, no, fuck him. Like, why? Uh, I don't know. He said one homophobic slur or some he shit. He parts his hair weird. He parts his head hair weird. Yeah, you know, just shit like that. And it's like really. So you're gonna deny the man's ta- the individual's talent because this thing okay because he doesn't agree with you exactly you know idris elba is another person that i fucking like adore i think he's fantastic i think he's a great actor uh his dj shit's pretty dope i love his music that he's been making um and then you know in the little bit of social media light that he's put himself as a as a person has been pretty solid you know i haven't really seen any crazy scandal so to speak but even then, even if there was a scandal, like I still like he just like I'm Idris fucking Elba. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I like the acting that he does, and I like the the music he produces. So half the time, I can care less about the individual, um, what they're about, as long as they're entertaining me, because that's essentially their job. Yeah, and great, great, great. But anyways, so yeah, man. I don't know how we got on that, but that's <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. It was the the branches. It was the branches. I'm telling you, bro. It's the fucking branches. I'm telling you, it's the fucking trees. Zip, zip, zip. So how does how how has this field, man? Coming back, having done this. How has this field? How has this? You want to say that again? One more time. Take two. <laughs> how <laughs> how does it feel being uh, just how being I back in recording? It's been a it's been a cool. It feels like I never left. It's for sure. Just the it's chemistry. Like, it's like the, riding a bike. The chemistry is there, and man. You're just crashing the cars. Oh, eyes, to eyes, lock locked. eyes. Lock wieners. Sex appeal. I mean, what? <laughs> what was that in the office? How's it? How's it when two gay guys do it? Uh, is they they cross like the medical bracelet, the snakes <laughs> on the medical bracelet? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Does just one penis open up and accept the, the other? other pe- <laughs> God, that show is not allowed anymore. It's been good, man. I think this was cool, man. It just took me back. We need to do this more often. Going, wink, going, wink, 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 back, back. Um, yeah, no, I had fun. Thank you for joining me for my birthday, man. Of course, I had Even to be here for your birthday. A special occasion had to be the way to get your ass here. Wow. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Shots no. fired. Bow, bow, bow. Wow. <laughs> if your gun sounded like a DJ air horn, you got a problem. <laughs> hey, you man, better it could, go. It could be either go or. Go check that DJ because as soon as he hits that air horn, gunshots. It could be either one. Fuck it. Uh, nah, man, this is cool, man. Like, I think, I think we need to keep it going. And uh, I know the fans. Fans. Tell your boy. Say hey. Tell your boy. Baby, come back. There it is. <laughs> Baby, come back. Uh, don't be a Con- I was there. Don't be a Kanye West runaway, my friend. Wow. <laughs> no, this is good, man. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Again, this was uh Advent One Multiverse and Sigma Duocast uh combo episode. 
uh, episode five for the solo venture and episode 60 for the duo. It kind of seems, seems kind of fitting that we saved episode 60 for your birthday. Kind of, huh? Yeah. Like we needed a epic reason. We need to do it again though. We'll de- we need it, dude. You need, I need you back. Talk about Spider Man. Oh yeah, we'll definitely you know, be back to talk about Spider Man. We 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 got we got shit we got shit to talk about, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's okay. fun when I have someone to uh, you know play racquetball, tennis. You know, be like King King fucking Richard in this motherfucker, Serena and Venus, dog. I Come didn't on, see that movie. Don't, don't don't. It's good. It's a good movie. Is it? It's on HBO Max. Watch it. I know it's on HBO Max, dude. I cried. I, I told you earlier. I haven't really been home. I cried, bro. Sad movie. Damn, really? I ain't trying to cry, it's dude. It's Will Smith making me cry. Uh, uh, I'm okay, just gonna say it. Anytime, like I, anytime I will, Will I Smith cries, I'll instantly cry. I ain't trying to cry. Uh, if that man, if that man gives me a sad face and he starts generating tears, I will do the exact same. He has like mind control over me. I swear to God. Like it's this acting, it, yeah, but it it's next. It it's, well. it's fucking next level shit, dude. This him, dude is him. like dying Mufasa from liking every goddamn time he cries. <laughs> him and Michael Caine. No, I mean, yeah, no. My never fail. Will Smith gets a sad face and he starts to cry. I will cry instant. Like any movie you can think of where he just starts to tear up. Dude. Okay. Let me put it this way. I teared up in the part of I am legend when he's driving past, uh, uh, the New York, um, what the hell is it called? The, the train station building where it's like the Avengers iconic battle area. Yeah. Grand, Grand Central Station. Grand, there, thank Grand you. Central Station. There you go. That one right there. And he sees the mannequin and he walks out there. He goes out there with the gun. And he's like, what are you doing out here? I think it's like Frank or George or whatever he yeah. calls the mannequin. He's like, what are you doing out here? And he starts to get teary-eyed like he's fucking losing his mind. I get teary-eyed in that part. There's no reason for it. It's just Will Smith is doing it. I, I'm doing it. Like, it just, it, anytime I see this man cry or get teary-eyed, I will instantly get, I will instantly cry and to get teary-eyed. I don't know what the hell. He's got mind control, dude. I swear to God. You can do. You can bring up anything Will Smith, where he starts to cry or get teary eye. Let me watch it, and I, that will happen to me. Not because I'm trying to do it. It's just because that's how impactful Will Smith has over me. Just just watching him in my lifetime. Like I grew up watching Will Smith, like the French yeah. Prince of Bel Air. I, I tweeted it or Instagram posted. I have his book, and I'm reading his book right now, which is really good, by the way. I highly recommend it. Um, and so I just grew up watching will smith and so anything this dude does with that i i I, happens to me it's fucking crazy like it's it's one of the it's it's a weird fact about me i think whether it's whether it's interesting or not take all will smith scenes where he's like crying you're gonna have just straight an hour-long session of fucking tears if you have an hour's worth of content of him being sad and crying and shit yes i will break down for an hour give you a box of kleenex give me a box of kleenex please and some Terramana, make it worse. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, those, those deep down cries. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, uh, that's a weird, true fact about me. When it comes to Will Smith crying, I will fucking cry. I will replicate what he's doing. I fucking, I hella bawled my eyes out in fucking uh, pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Oh, dude, without a I doubt, I think I'd do it even more now because I watched that movie when I was younger. That, or even out. the even the scene in Fresh Prince of Bel Air with his dad yeah. and he leaves him, and like it's so iconic that scene, and he like, what do we want? Like, dude, I will fucking cry. Like, ask my wife. Uh, during there was like probably three or four times in King Richard where I got I cried, I got teary eyed because he was crying. It's a weird fucking thing about me, but Will Smith makes me cry. 
So if I ever need to like release some fucking tears, I just need to watch some Will Smith crying shit, and I'll be I good. Text you and you'd be like, "What are you doing?" You'd be like, "I'm watching Will Smith movie." I'm like, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna leave you alone for a good hour and a half." Yeah, l- let me get let me get that and get, get some ice cream after. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's where I'm at with that. Some moose tracks. Yep, it's really weird, but I don't know. No, you're me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs>